0: Want to stream Cognitive Dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to DissonancePod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show.
1: Hey, guys. This is uh, David in Kentucky. I was just calling you real quick uh listen to the most recent episode. You guys were talking about uh, PETA and their positions. Uh, I just wanted to point out that the PETA is much more of a terrorist organization than you think. Uh, They have a lot of shady uh, financial connections to bombings in the past, and um, they're happy to collect money from pet owners, but the PETA position actually is that uh, any form of animal use at all is a a slavery, Um, no milk, no cheese, no... uh, Medicines derived from animals, no animal products of any kind, which is a lot of various things. Um, And they also believe that having pets is a form of slavery. Uh, They have some incredibly misanthropic uh, viewpoints as well. Uh, They're uh, actually a really dark and shady group that does a lot of terrible things but I thought I'd at least give you the top point. Uh, keep up the great work, guys, and glory Hey,
2: Tom and Cecil, this is Dan from Pittsburgh again. I was just calling to say that, yes, I finally did it! I have caught up with you motherfuckers in time and space. It took me, oh, about 120 days to get through all 155 episodes. Woo! God, I'm just I'm so... I'm fucking proud of myself right now for getting through all that shit, but uh, now I don't really know what to do with myself. Uh, well, I guess I'll
1: go see if the 700 club on or something.
3: Glory
4: Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome, at. This is episode 157, the triumphant, if somewhat late, return of cognitive dissonance although i don't think the show schedule was terribly interrupted by the inconvenient and premature birth of my second child season jesus fucking christ tom it's all you 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 you, god damn it (laughs) you know i gotta say you know when when the when the little guy was was in the NICU and we were gathered around him i was thinking Man, this, this is really going to put a cramp on the fucking show <laughs> recording schedule, this you little is, bastard. The fucking, you're like shaking them. You're like, I got to do a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, the nurses frown on that, you know, as it turns <laughs> like, out. Wake up, kids. Wake <laughs> up. <laughs> you know, actually, I, I, want, I want to relay a, uh, a quick thank you because um, we, we, you were kind enough, Cecil, to give our listeners a little bit of a heads up uh, when when the kiddo was born. Uh, he came a little bit early, five weeks early. I didn't early, write that. Were, Tom wrote that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome you're right to, think, to, say right to it, thank to, you to uh, myself uh, uh,
5: congratulations to yourself <laughs> congrats to me i love that too because like
4: congrats to me what the fuck did i do yeah like i just stood there
5: <laughs> i know i think i might even said to tom's family i don't know that i said to you <laughs> yeah you, you i think you said to tom and his
4: family oh i totally didn't mean to i didn't mean to Even as I impregnated my wife, she gave me very little credit, you know, which is exactly what I deserved in that process. But, you know, many of our listeners were kind enough to to send something congratulatory. And for that, I do want to extend my thank you because it was very kind and it was very heartwarming, genuinely. So thank you very much. Um, And uh, I also want to relay just like a quick story. So everything's fine. The kid was just a little bit early, so he spent a few like prophylactic days in the NICU, just, like, making sure that everything checks out fine. So and they put them in, like, in that this... little
5: radiation cell, right, where you got to right, touch them yeah, with, like, little right, gloves exactly. on and like, shit. Yeah, okay. It's just fucking ET
4: shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they It's just like basically... a
5: sandblaster. It's like you can just...
4: <laughs> and I'll tell you, like, we did put them in the basket of a bicycle and see if we could fly, but, yeah. I mean, you crash three or four... And <laughs> they don't make helmets that small. You know? So...
5: They don't make irregular shaped helmets either. They don't because they got a really weird sort of flat top and then yeah, they, they got that cone to head.
4: Like exactly, to, but if you just if you just press real hard, <laughs>
3: <laughs> parents of the soft year. Spot.
4: Oh man! That's oh awesome. my god! Yeah, he just he just won't be good at math. But other <laughs> than that, we're fine. He
5: so. won't be good at speaking.
4: Yeah, so. that's just not going to be his forte. Um, <laughs> So, That's, you know, okay. like, hey, I wanted a union man. <laughs> 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 I'm really glad we're recording this in a reasonably oh, soundproofed no. environment so my oh, wife can't hear God. any of these comments oh, right now. this is the best. So, you know, like, we're, we're down in this thing, you know, and they've got, like, all these kids that are, like, Super tiny, man. Like reptilian tiny, right? Like 23, 24, 28 weeks. And they're like. 23, freaking, 23 is like the limit, right? 20, like 23, 23 woman, is like. What's the youngest you have? She's like, we have. We have the uh twenty. We have one twenty three week old, a twenty four week old, and they had a, a couple between twenty eight and thirty weeks in the twenty three is like, like the limit. I think dude, that's, that's like fucking the limit. crazy, man. And yeah. that's what she said. She's like, that's that's really the the limit for viability, and uh, and she didn't look real hopeful about the viability. I will say too. Twenty three, like, Jesus Christ, yeah, dude, it's crazy. They're like, I mean, I wasn't like gawking, like I wasn't like window shopping these kids, but. I mean, they must have pushed jack somehow a little early. I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know.
5: 23. I don't know what
4: has to happen, man, but nothing good happens where you're like 23-week-old baby in the world. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That, that Play-Doh still has to go through the
5: fun factory. I you know, know what I mean? <laughs> mean? Like it's still, it's still got to go through
4: the crescent moon. <laughs> I mean, it's really not ready. It's like when you take bread out of the oven too early and you like <laughs> open the loaf and it's all fucking jello-y inside. You're like, oh, oh, no. fuck that up. That's not good. That's not good at all. Oh. But like you know, it's we're at this we're in a, we're at an Adventist hospital, right? So you know, it's a it's like a Christian hospital for whatever that fucking means, you know. And like, it's funny because you're in the NICU and like the NICU is like this kind of amazing place. It's actually really amazing. It's stressful, but it's amazing because they have. Like, an incredible, so you saw an amazing, an immense amount of technology, like, surrounding all of these micro-humans, right? So they've got, like, all these <laughs> little tiny fucking micro-humans yeah, right. stacked all over, like, dog kennels, sure. you know? And then they've got—they're all hooked up to fucking gizmos and gadgets and fucking beeping alarms, and they have these fucking constant—I mean, and constant care by nurses who are like— It's not like when you go to the regular hospital, and you're like, I'm an adult and I'm sick, and the nurse comes in and they're like— Pokes at you, takes a bunch of blood, checks your blood pressure and leaves for seven hours. Like this is like literally constantly standing by some of these kids fussing with something like the whole time. like It's not like they fuss and then they leave. It's like if they leave, it's because somebody else is now on shift to fuss with this little tiny micro human, you know. And then so they've got like all this technology and like these people working super hard and demonstrating this incredible level of skill and expertise honed and passed on generationally and through, you know, the the, uh, science and and the materials and and, uh, uses of, of different technologies. And then they've got these little things. It's like. Trust in the Lord and all things are possible. And it's like, really? Because I didn't see the Lord start an IV. Like, where's like, you know, until like Jesus shows up and is like, oh, hang on a minute, is it time for a fucking intravenous feeding of a fucking five month old child? Because I'm fucking game for that. I'm Jesus. Like, I didn't see that motherfucker once. Lazy bitch. (laughs) Yeah, you know, he's
5: not a volunteer there. You know what I mean? He doesn't come in later on in the day to like rock the kids to sleep.
4: Jesus a candy striper. <laughs> it's just it's just this funny juxtaposition because it's like it's it has like all these like pithy little Jesus quotes and they pop sure, up on sure. like the yeah, screensavers yeah. for stuff. Yeah. And you, like I can't even, like I'm sitting there and I'm like how does anybody take this shit seriously right now? They got like a fucking lighthouse, you know, because they got the fucking cheese ball imagery too. Like it's like here's a lighthouse and here's a quote like I am the light and the fucking truth and the way. And it's like Really? Because all the lights I see were created by people and being monitored by people right. in this room to help right, other people. Right, right. Your fucking book ain't doing shit. Yeah, Your book I, is the laziest thing in this room. It almost feels like
5: they're just sort of clamoring on the back of good science. You right? know what I mean? Just being like, yeah. hey, look at, don't forget about me. Don't right. forget <laughs> that I'm, you know, the Jesus guy and all that stuff about Jesus. Remember Jesus? And then you'd be like, yeah, but all the stuff we do has nothing to do with Jesus and or the yeah, Bible. I know. Right, like like none of this stuff it's like all
4: things are possible through the Lord. It's unless like, unless
5: hmm. on like, you know, the ark that they describe is actually like a nicu like little <laughs> bin that they put the kids in, you know? Like it's got to be like a cubit across <laughs> or whatever and then it's got Maybe that's how they
4: fit all the animals. Like they yeah. take them all like <laughs> No, gestationally all premature yeah right there's a <laughs> like all... little fucking there's like a fucking baby rhino <laughs> exactly. like on a fucking incubator in exactly the fucking... it's like the zygote boat there is <laughs> the zygote <laughs> boat <The> of <zi-boat. laughs> it. in the name of jesus we speak that oh
6: so,
4: see, so the first story comes from Right Wing Watch, um... Wow. Tony Perkins <laughs> says gay rights activists want anti-Christian Holocaust and will start rolling out the boxcars. I think it's time to roll out a sound clip.
5: Yeah, let's do this. This is uh, from Tony Perkins show, I guess. I don't even know. Yeah, Washington Watch. Yeah. So it's on his show. This his courtesy of Right Wing Watch.
3: I, I'm beginning to think now, are we education camps next? You know, when are they going to start rolling out the boxcars uh, to start hauling off Christians? I mean, at what point do Christians say enough is enough?
5: I think at the point they roll out the boxcars.
4: <laughs> yeah, that would be a good that would be a good starting point, you know, to say, I would say then is a good time. <laughs> I love that. I love too, like when are they? Wait a minute. Who's they? Yeah. Who's the they? <laughs> like the like the 2 to 4% of the population yeah, no. It's the,
5: uh, it's communist China. I don't even know yeah, what he's like, talking this, about. Yeah. Like,
4: who's going to place that order? Like, and who fulfills that order? Like, the boxcar companies? like, wait a minute. Are these for Christians? <laughs> <laughs> the we don't, we don't <laughs> make- I am not
5: painting a cross on this. I refuse. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, here's some more of this idiot. Uh, I guess
0: when the witch hunt gets very
5: painful or, or more personal. Or existent. Um, but I guarantee
4: that we are going to continue to see the witch hunt and we will continue to see it carried out um, in the public square. And if they can't get to you in the
5: public square, in other words, if you're not as, um, if you don't have as much gravitas as someone like Dan Cathy or uh, Brandon Ike, <laughs> then they will, they can get you into um, a civil rights Commission or a tribunal.
4: Wait, who is she talking I don't know about? <laughs> if they don't have the gravitas of these two people, nobody has ever heard of. What's,
5: it, what's the name, Brandon Ike? Is that what the person's name is? I don't know. Pro- that sounds who like cares? an NFL player. It's so funny. Like <laughs> it's, it's like, like, like a guy <laughs> with two first names,
4: <laughs> Brandon Ike for the kick. It's good. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it it it's so funny cuz it's like it shows how small her world is, right? Like these are big players in her world. Like she's like assuming these are household names. These You're are right. household names. when everybody's like, "Wait a minute." Yeah. Those I, aren't even people. Yeah, those are names you just made up. I love
5: it when they call out this stuff though. When they start talking about the box cars, when they I mean really, we're talking about fucking box cars. We're talking about, you know, and and what kind of I mean, if you were if you were a Jew and you heard somebody bringing this shit out, wouldn't this be the most insulting fucking thing that ever anybody's ever said? Because, you know, the boxcars were really used. They were really used. You're just using it as a way. You know, it's a it's a form of hyperbole to try to get your point across. But then there's this sort of. It's like, I don't even know what you would call it, right, Tom? Because it's like hyperbole on one hand, because it's clearly hyperbole. Right. But then yeah. you talk about it, and it almost feels like they want it to be true.
4: Yeah, I'm not sure, man. It's like, I think they need for it to feel believable, if not true, you know? Because, like, obviously, like, nobody, nobody would really want... Eighty-six percent of the American population to be loaded in a box car. I don't even know where they would go. Like they'd be no, they just stay in the box car. Then just like, we're not sure. <laughs> it's like
5: that's There's like, the, it's like,
4: it's like low income years. housing. It's just like that's it. They're just like a box car, and that's it. And like, you, you would have to take some out of the box cars just to hire them to do the killing of the other people in the boxcars. <laughs> exactly. It's just numerically it doesn't work. Like you can't you can't yeah. oppress eighty six percent of the population. That's just unless, too, it's numerically it, impossible.
5: Unless Christians are like that movie the one where the more you kill, they become like the <laughs> Stronger super Christian kids.
3: You, get,
4: <laughs> you know. get their powers? Yeah, you yeah but most power. of these idiots their They're powers like the Highlander. Like, yeah. But the, like the problem Cecil is like Look, if, if, you were to, if you were to kill some of these fools for their powers, like, you would seriously get dumber. Like, their power... <laughs> your IQ would be like... You fucking stab somebody, you're expecting, like, this rush of adrenaline, instead you're right. like, fucking, I know how to cross-stitch, but that's it. Like, I, are you, you kidding me? You
5: freaking your own name? <laughs>
4: like, you're like, I just... I feel like having, like, 75 kids. Like, I, I must have to, gotten really...
2: I'll tell you what, I know how to skin a coon. <laughs> But what the scriptures are anxious to say, it's far more important that we be spiritually strong as a nation than that we be militarily strong. It's not enough to be militarily strong. If we are militarily strong, but we are spiritually weak as a nation, uh, we are going to go down. And that's why it's critical, I believe, to have a commander-in-chief who is a Christian in chief first and then is our commander-in-chief. Jesus fucking Christ. Also from Right Wing Watch,
4: uh, Brian Fisher fucking mouth vomits again. Um. See so what the fuck is this thing all about? Let's just play I, it. Like who I, can speak for this fucking I thing? what? Yeah, I don't even know.
2: As far as President Obama is concerned, these Taliban, they are not terrorists, they are freedom fighters. A Talibani sounds like a kind of sandwich, doesn't it? I'll take a uh, Taliban,
4: uh, I'll have that on a holler roll actually.
5: <laughs> I don't know that you're allowed to do that, Tom. I don't think you're allowed to have nope. the Taliban on the hollow roll. And uh, let's put some locks on there. Yeah. Yeah, can you put a schmear on there for me?
2: <laughs> Thanks. You're a mensch. Uh, oh, man. Now, who are they fighting against? They are fighting against the United States. And I think that may be may explain some of President Obama's uh, support of them, why he is releasing them, knowing that they're going to go back to the field of battle. We know the recidivism rate is 29 percent. Uh, we know that our intelligence experts are telling us that four out of these five that we are releasing are going to go back to we the do? battlefield. President Obama is asked, is that going to happen? He says, absolutely. He said it like he's happy about it, like he doesn't have a problem in the world with it. Well, and it may be because the purpose of the Taliban is to defeat America. And he believes that America needs to be punished.
5: Okay. Oh, wait, wait. I got to stop this fucking idiot before we finish it. Uh- <laughs> You don't think that if somebody was going to try to defeat America, they could and they were the fucking president of the United States, they could do more fucking meaningful defeating than releasing four people. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like like this is a guy who has nuclear fucking codes. You no. know what I mean? Like like and you're like, oh yeah, well, he fucking
4: totally released four people. <laughs> fucking townfall yeah. of America. Here we come. But to be fair, he did release Doctor Doom. Doctor Octopus, <laughs> Galactus, Galactus. That's like, isn't it so funny? Because like Brian Fisher's, the way hear him, make him hear a it talk. It's like, it's like they're super villains, right? Like they have like this fucking syndrome, and like we have to send the Incredibles <laughs> out to recapture them. It's ridiculous!
2: It's awesome.
4: All right, there's a couple more seconds here.
2: That we are incurably racist to the core, where uh, we have a slaveholder mentality. And we have to be disciplined. We have to be brought down. We have to be punished. And I believe he sees himself as the man to do it. And since that's the same objective as the Taliban has, that's why he really doesn't have a problem releasing them back to the field of batter.
4: Yeah, so there's that. There's there I don't even here's the thing with Brian Fisher. You never know where to start with Brian Fisher. Because he just is like saying so many things all at once. It's like, well, Oh, you know, here's some crazy shit Like, we know there's a 29% recidivism rate We do When he's like, four out of these five guys is gonna go
5: back in, into the, you know, becoming terrorists Like, no shit, dude Like, what, what do you think they'd be like Oh, okay, well, you know, you guys fucking spent your time in Gitmo um, Now we've got, we've got this ranch where you guys can just sit and live out the rest of
4: your days Yeah, right, right. I mean, yeah, here's your 40 fucking, acres and a mule Yeah, exactly What are you Whatever supposed to it. do with these guys? Yeah. You know that's that's the thing nobody wants to talk about. Like, we we've got so many of these people that we've uh, just basically let's just call a shit what it is. Like we've basically just kidnapped, taken from. So they 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 didn't receive any due process. They weren't you know tried for any crimes. They were basically just taken. You know, sometimes at at the at the word of neighbors or relatives or people with an axe to grind, they were taken in you know relatively mass raids, and they were. Uh, forced from their country and moved to this weird no man's land in of Cuba fucking of all places right and then you know they're just held against their will and interrogated and if they're found not to be criminal, how do you like at what point do you release these people or do you never release them? do you just do you just hold on to them till they fucking rot in 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 prison for the rest of their lives for crimes we never charge them with? How is that an ethical thing to do? Well, this whole thing, like this whole criticism, really comes back to, you know, this this fucking crazy fucking nutball idea that like President Obama is an Islamist that that he is. What does that word even mean? I don't even or, believe I said that. I think the worst thing is is that
5: it's more it's more that he's, you know, he hates white people because of, you know, because there was racism.
4: Yeah, well, that's that's the thing, right? Like it. I think I think the the claims the the fucking. False liar's outcry that he is you know uh, Islamic or whatever um, it comes from the fact that he's a black dude with a funny name right like that's really where that comes from like let's just like cut all the fucking bullshit away it's cause he's a black dude with a funny name and that's it if, if he wasn't a black dude with a funny name nobody I fucking guarantee if fucking George W. Bush had done the fucking exact same thing nobody would be calling this guy a fucking Islamist or what? A fucking. What if Mitt Romney did it? Right.
5: You know, Mitt Romney ran against him. What if Mitt Romney had won, and, yeah. and he did this exact
4: same thing? Would they be calling him an Islamist? No, of course not, man. It's just it was weird. It's like this weird, like thing that they're doing that they're saying, like, well, he fucking loves some fucking Islam. It's like really because he's a Christian dude that goes to a Christian church. Who's
3: like
4: so, this story comes from KASTP.com. Whatever. No charges for ex priest who admitted to abusing 12 teens. A uh, former priest at the center of a lawsuit against church officials in the Jesus. Twin Cities. He admitted that he sexually abused 12 teens from the 1960s to 1980s. But, Cecil, it's not just 12, it could be more. He's actually not even sure how many it is. <laughs> It's it's
5: crazy. That is crazy to me that he's not sure how many fucking kids he's diddled. Because they have have records that show he may have abused as many as 40 children. But when they asked him, they were like, so how many? And he's like, how many times? He's like, several. And your best estimate? Well, I knew him for several years. uh, And he's like, if it's the person I'm I'm thinking thinking it it is. is. So you've done it enough where you're
4: just like, is this... Wait, was this Bill or was this Tony? It's such a high number that he's like, ah, I can't narrow it down to the most current dozen. You're just like, I mean, it, it's it's bad enough. It's bad enough that when they're when they're asking him during the the deposition, um, he says that would be just a guess. Several over a hundred. I mean, when you even have to ask that question, right? And he says no to it, but it's like. Wait a minute, we have to even have a conversation here where you are so, like you said, flippant with the numbers that you're just like, "Ah, I'm not even sure. You know, the thing is that they ask him, too, and this is the part that blows me away. It says, did you at the time in your state of mind, did you realize, look, I'm a priest, I'm an adult, this is a kid, this is a crime. Did that go through your head? Asked uh, Jeff Anderson, the alleged victim's attorney. Uh Never, Adamson replied. I don't think. I looked at it more as a sin than a crime, and this is the thing I want to talk about with in relation to this story. There's another story that's similar too. Is you know I have a lot of problem with the idea of sin because I think it's 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 total bullshit. There is no such thing as sin. It's it's made up nonsense. But more than that, it's a really violently destructive idea. This idea of sin, because if you are if you're dividing your actions between what's morally right and wrong. And what's sinful or not sinful. And you're looking at this idea of sin as the bigger worldview, like the more important worldview, right? And my sins can be forgiven. And they, and they are. There are things I can atone for. There are things I can do and then regret later, because that's really the only thing that's required, right, is to regret. Right, right. And then you're absolved from it. Well, that's a fuck of a lot different than, you know, the, like the moral worldview, Cecil, so that you and I have. Where it's like, if I do something reprehensible, it, to me, that, that's part of my worldview says that redefines my self-definition and I become in part a reprehensible person. It redefines my being. It's not something I can just be like, well, tra-la-la, washed it away. This guy is so fucking flip about it because it's just a sin. It's this meaningless thing that all you have to do is feel remorseful for later. And then you're magically forgiven. And so it becomes meaningless. And whether it's criminal or not criminal is fucking immaterial. And it almost feels like the way he's saying that, it feels like it's a
5: less than. Like he's like, well, it's a sin, but not a crime. It's like, it's like jerking off. You know what I mean? It's like, that's a sin, but it's not a crime. You know, it's like looking lustfully at a woman. Well, that's a sin, but it's not a crime. It's like diddling a kid. Wait, hold on. That's a fucking crime, right. asshole. That's a crime. So, you know, you could think all you want that it's a sin, and it may be. You know, those two two things aren't mutually exclusive in your own worldview, where it's like, well, if it's a sin, it's not a crime. If it's a crime, it's not a sin. Yeah, right. But the very idea that you would say some shit like that, like I could say, I mean, yeah, you're talking about fucking, you know, looking at pornography, yeah, that's a sin and not a crime in your worldview. But, man, when you're talking about fucking diddling a kid, get your head out of your own ass, because that's a fucking crime, stupid How the fuck do you get away with saying that? Like, when the person even has to say that, when the fucking attorney has to say, did you, at that time, in your state of mind, did you realize, look, I'm a priest, I'm an adult, this is a kid, this is a crime, did that go through your head? Who the fuck has to be asked that? Who in the fuck, I mean, unless you are fucking dumb, I mean, like, we're talking like, like, you have half a brain. Let's say like you physically had half of your brain removed from your head somehow. That's the only way I think you could get away with that question being asked to you and you giving a fucking actual answer. Because otherwise, that's just – I mean, I can't even fucking believe that somebody would say something like that out loud. And, you know, the very fact that he's like – when he's talking, he's like – we said it earlier – he says, your best estimate, he's like, well, I knew him for several years. If This is the person I'm thinking of. You know, like, this is like remembering what fucking dish somebody brought to a fucking potluck or something. Right. Like, I could see right. you forgetting that, right? What did I bring to Sally's potluck? What was it? Not forgetting which fucking person you fucking ruined the life of by yeah, diddling no them when they're a child. And, you know, the worst part, too, is that later on in this article, they start talking about how this, you know, they start talking to the person in in specific who's, you know, being, you know, who was abused and doesn't want to see this trial. And essentially what what they said was, you know, I'm really, I feel bad for this guy because he's clearly sick and he was offered no help because their position was, this is something we need to hide, not something we need to fix. And that's a fucking big distinction because when you hide it, you just are essentially giving it your blessing. You know, and I, I use that word intentionally here, giving it your blessing and saying, yeah, as long as we don't talk about it, it's okay. But the fact of the matter is is that this guy could have been helped or removed from children's care, you know, essentially segregated from children, but they never fucking took the opportunity cuz they never wanted to admit that something happened. And that's pure fucking evil. So we're going to take a short break. We're going to give you some information on how to donate to the program, how to get in contact with us. And we'll be back right after this.
0: Want to contact the guys? Go to dissonancepod.com to get links to their Google+, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash dissonance pod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per episode basis. If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five star review on iTunes or Stitcher or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big heartfelt glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock.
4: See, so the story is like fucking second verse, same as the first, right? So this also it's, comes from the raw story. We essentially actually. what we did,
5: Tom, is we took we took two priests, and the break is like the little kid in between them. Oh so no, that's it's like a
4: <laughs> priest kitty sandwich. Oh god, yeah, is that illegal? I can't tell. Is that is that illegal? I don't know if that's illegal because I'm fucking an idiot. I'm a complete fucking jackass. Well, fucking deplorable, <laughs> wretched, yeah. awful, oh, fucking man. human. Oh gosh! Fucking ridiculous. St. Louis Archbishop claims he wasn't sure it was illegal for priests <laughs> oh. to have sex with kids. Um, you know, I saw this floating around a lot. <laughs> How do you not know? Um, <laughs> because you know they, they came really out I and they said, know. no, 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 no. It was taken out of context. Well, it wasn't taken out of context. Um, they fucking put I read some of the transcript um, and they fucking you know these these trial transcripts are very black and white they ask a very direct question that has generally speaking a yes or no answer to it and then somebody answers fucking yes or no to the question it's, right. not like the, it's not like they put you up on the fucking stand and they say so tell us you about your life yeah right <laughs> It's not like oh, and then he weaved this magical tale of his days uh. in the seventies, and it was a magical time. And he rode a fucking you know hippie colored bus around, and he's a little hazy on the details. None of that. It's they fucking ask him like, did you think that it was a crime to have fucking sex with children? Did you know that that was a crime? He's like, I'm not sure whether I know it was a crime. He they says, I understand today it's a crime. Oh, do you think they passed a law recently which says wait a minute no more sex with kids. And you know like I the thing is and then I'll let you go but like I don't believe either one of these guys, right? Like right. cuz I'm not right. that stupid. They knew it was fucking illegal. They you know these things are illegal because you know that they're fucking immoral. And even if you don't like if even if you don't have that part of you You know, that just fucking screams that this is an obviously immoral action, even if that part of you is fucking somehow damaged or broken, all you have to do is look at every ad, every television program, every relationship you've ever known across all of history and time, and notice that there are no children engaged in serious romantic relationships with adult men. <laughs> it's it's not like you turn on fucking TV and it's like like a like a kindergartner like yeah. walks in the door with his fucking lunchbox and is like "Honey, I'm home." and like you know somebody <laughs> It's not
5: Hardcastle and MacCaulkin, you know what I mean?
4: Like it's not what the fuck.
5: Yeah, I I for the life of me, I can't figure out How they can get away with saying this stuff How they can, you know, because And the other thing that drives me just fucking insane is How many sex scandals Do we have to go through Um, where I mean, you know Fucking let's let's just look at like Monica Lewinsky, right? It's all over the place The sex scandal, it's just like fucking like constant Scandal, fucking um What's his face, taking a dick pic You know what I mean? Like that guy uh, Yeah, wiener. the wiener Took a took a dick pic, and then like all this other, and it's like sex scandal stuff just gets blown up all over the news constantly, right? How often do you really hear about this stuff? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it kind of hits the news, but it's really just sort of a flash in the pan, and people just kind of yawn at it nowadays. Right. It's I know. Like, it's yeah, to be expected. Yeah, another one of those things. You know, what they need to do is, you know, when, they, when they're when fucking Clinton was banging away on uh, Lewinsky, and they put it on fucking national television, they need to put this shit on national television. They need to have like a fucking, you know, one of those congressional hearings on fucking television to talk to these motherfuckers. Right. You know what I mean? Like, okay, well, you know, clearly there's a fucking culture here where you guys don't think... That it's, it's that you think it's it might not be a crime. Well we need to talk then. You know? They make all these other people crawl on the carpet constantly. Why is this does why does this not get any publicity? Why is this on the Raw story and not on you know NBC. NBC. Yeah. NBC.
4: yeah. Right. You know, it's it's funny that you say that because it's like a bunch of fucking athletes take steroids and there's a big goddamn congressional committee. Right. It's all over. Like, oh, my God, maybe the home run record is, you know, less accurate or fucking whatever. <laughs> I, right. and like yeah, That's a yeah. thing. That's a thing. Congress got involved in it was like, well, let's, we should call up a baseball player. I can't think of one. Like we shouldn't have him talk to us about whether he took steroids and we should fucking pretend this is an actual conversation worth having. Like. Why, why are we not, like, immediately, bipartisanly passing a law with no fucking, like, nobody should abstain or nay it that just says, like, look, if you're part of a church organization and you knowingly cover up or do not actively report, like, the, uh, the abuse of a child, then you get fucking life in prison or whatever it is. You know, some, like, just, like, just, just like, huge punishment, This you, you can't fucking pull this. Well, golly gee, I wasn't sure if fucking that seven-year-old boy in the ass was uh, a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, what are you kidding me? You're all dead. Oh, be nice. Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. Oh, my
1: God, what's happening now? We work hard. We play hard.
4: This story comes from DailyCost.com. A prominent pastor, radio host, offers chilling advice to parents with adult kids who are gay. Chilling is fucking right, man. This fucking advice is like the way it's like fucking Pat Robertson level bad. Well, let's listen to it.
6: We received um, a very interesting letter and question recently, and this is it. My adult child just came out. In other words, declared to be a homosexual. What do I do? You know, the answer depends. If that adult child professes Christ, claims to be a Christian, then that becomes an issue for confrontation of the sternest and strongest kind. Because that falls into Matthew 18. That's a sin for which you go to that person. If the person doesn't repent and turn, you take two or three witnesses and confront again. If there's still no repentance, you tell the church And the church pursues, and if there's still no repentance, then there's a public putting out of the church of that person who professes to be a Christian. That's how you deal with that. On the other hand, if this adult child doesn't profess to be a Christian, then he or she is just acting like a non-Christian. That's a whole different issue. In the first case, if they profess to be a Christian, you have to alienate them. You have to separate them. You can't condone that. It's inconsistent with the profession of Christ. So you isolate them. You don't have a meal with them. You separate yourself from them. You turn them over to Satan, as it were, as Scripture says. But if that's a non-believer, you have to treat him like a non-believer. And non-believers do what non-believers do. And then the issue is to bring the gospel compassionately, directly, confrontationally to expose that sin and all other sins and call that person to salvation and repentance. In that case, you might want to spend more time confronting and showing compassion but calling for salvation. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you're actually better off with
4: this fucking guy if you're a being non-believer. A non-believer. Yeah. In his family. At least if you're a non-believer in this family and you happen to be gay, then they show you, like, his his advice is like, well, just keep fucking throwing the Bible at him. Be compassionate, though. At least he throws compassion in there. But if you happen yeah. to believe in his fucking... Even if you're, if you're like, yeah, man, same fucking worldview, except for that I just, you know, like, I'm physically attracted to the same sex as myself. It's like, well, can't eat dinner at my house anymore, son. Like, I don't love you anymore. Fucking shun again. Turned you over I, to the devil. I believe in a thing called the devil... And I'm turning my kid to it. I actually feel genuinely bad for someone whose
5: belief structure and life structure around their own church puts them in contact with someone this abhorrent, um, with someone this uncaring uh, that essentially would— give them advice and wholesale advice. I mean, he's not even talking about one specific instance, right? He's talking about he basically breaks down all coming out stories to two instances, right? Either they're believers or they're not. And if they're believers, here's what you do. And if they're not, then here's what you do. It's like he wrote a fucking like a, like a a way in which to fucking program your TiVo, you know what I mean? It's like uh, if it's if you have cable service, you do this. If you have fucking antenna service, you do this. You know, I mean, like a technical writer writes better or, or gives better advice than this. The very idea too that he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna convince them and say, look, you know what you need to do is you need to shun the people in your family, not have a meal with them, get them away from you, c- 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 fucking out them to your your the people around them, out them to their, their church. I mean, that may be a real serious thing you're doing when you out them to their entire church. People have been, you know, seriously hurt by other human beings because they happen to be gay. That's not a thing that's just a fucking myth, right? That's a thing that happens sometimes. And then to... Continue on and be like, okay. Well, if they won't repent to that sin, then you need to get rid of them out of your life. I just feel genuinely bad for people who have to deal with that. That would look to this guy for guidance. I feel absolutely horrible that there's people out there that think that this guy has good advice to give.
4: Yeah, this is. I mean, you ever see like the little bracelets? You know, like the who would Jesus shun bracelets? You know, yeah. shunning is yeah, those are- shunning is one of those awesome. Uh, you know, techniques to really bring people into the fold. Nobody is pro shunning. I can't even think of a situation where you're like, yeah, I would shun, I would totally shun somebody for that. That's a good, that, there's a shunning example of how you treat people. That's great.
5: Isn't that, that's I mean, that's awesome. just, and it's just like that, it solves no problem, it solves nothing. To oh, it's shun immature, someone, to push someone—it's—it's it's like, yeah, it's like fucking sticking your fingers in your ears. Yeah, it's, like it, 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 I mean, yeah. it, if it—if it, if it was—if it solved any kind of problems, don't you think like social workers would have that as like one of the things that they
4: could do? No, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> like, imagine a psychologist being like, "Well, have you tried shunning him?" Well, no, because it's a fucking awful idea. Like nobody's—and it's not like anybody's ever been like, "Man, you guys shunned me." And then I totally like having right. sex with girls.
5: Right, man,
4: <laughs> that's awesome. Like before, when I would see girls, my dick wouldn't get hard because, like, that's not just the, it's just not the gender I was attracted to. But, man, because my mom won't yeah. fucking sit down and have dinner with me, and my dad fucking looks the other way when I cross the street, and my fucking brother won't play ball with me anymore. Man, I totally get hard-looking at girls now. Thanks, Mom and Dad. (sighs) My
5: post-shunning penis is rock hard.
6: (laughs) Evolution. Evolutionary thinking. It's dangerous. And it's anti-American.
4: I don't even know what to do with this. Salon.com. Creationist author asks, If evolution is true, is rape wrong? I don't. What's what's your answer? Seriously, if you were to ask me that question, I don't even know if the answer is yes or no. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Question makes so little sense. Wait a
5: minute. It's like (laughs) it almost feels like it's it's like uh, Cold War era
4: code. (laughs) You know, you're just like like you're trying to decide whether or not like a bomb is armed or something. You know, there's this great line from David Rakoff where he's trying to interpret this. Application um, to to become a U.S. citizen, and he just he says, "I make my living with words, <laughs> and I cannot even begin to parse out right, this sentence." Right. And I fucking right. I hear that every time. It's like if Korea, if evolution is true, is rape wrong? It's like I don't know if bananas are orangutans Is blue red? <laughs> like fucking, what
3: are you yes, saying? Yes, it is. Yes, you know? yes.
4: Oh, uh,
5: you know, you know. Here's the problem. And, and, and I think that this is, this is the biggest problem that you run into as someone who is not a believer in a God, is that the people who believe in a God, their creation myth is intertwined with their own morality yeah. in a deep and fundamental way. And the explanation for creation on the other side is not tied to it. But they don't understand. It's like an input-output error in a computer, <laughs> right. where you're just like, where you try to enter something in, and they're just like, and they're they just, just like,
4: can banana
5: head? And you're like, wait, that's not a thing. And then you enter it again, and they're like, shoelace face. And you're like, oh no, no I don't think this is working out. You know, they just, they will just respond. They can't, they can't pull those two things apart it is absolutely uh they're they're integral to each other right. creation is by a god and that god gives us morals they think well your creation is by uh you know evolution so your evolution must give you morals and you're like no that's not how morals work and you know what what you really want to say is that's not how your morals worked either, because right. we're you know, your creation myths and all those things that are passed down, those are all myths to to help explain the morality of a group of people that lived in a certain time. So it's, you know, the reason why all those those stories exist, the story of Abraham, the story of, you know, the story of Noah, the story of, you know, adam and eve etc etc they all exist in that book to help explain some history portion of that tribe of people and and from them they gleaned these moral ideas the thing is is that you can't open the fucking origin of species and find anything in there about whether or not it's okay for a human male to rape a,
4: a, a human female yeah you know but that i think you hit the nail on the head man there's their evolution does not speak to morality and they can't get this out. Like they just can't do this. Just like evolution doesn't speak to the creation of the universe. Right. But they're just like, they're fucking baffled. They're like, you need, it's, it's almost like they're saying like, look, everything has to have one end point, right? Everything has to come back to a single point. And if everything doesn't come back to a single point, then they just simply, if, if you're just like, yeah, it's, you know, morality has nothing to do with evolution. Evolution is the change in speciation and change over time. And, and they just can't, like, they can't do it. Like, they can't, they cannot have discrete answers to discrete questions. Everything has to have global answers. Um, and and this guy, like, I mean, he's doing that tired old thing. Like, he's saying, like, well, you know, I mean, if if evolution is true and, you know, men are just propagating their DNA and applying evolutionary thought to humanity, then it's you know, the strongest male who can fight. Like that's not like evolutionary biology would like an evolutionary psychologist would not back that. Like wh- what they would do is look at the world that we live in, like, and say, well, okay, why do we, why do we have this taboo? Like how does this fit or not fit into, you know, this evolutionary model? Like he, it's also, it's doing it backwards, right? It's doing the fucking science backward. Everything about it is wrong. Like, seriously, everything about it is wrong. It's why the question makes no sense. Fucking hell, man. Media matters. Uh, Washington Post. George Will. Sexual assault victim is now a coveted status. Uh, this might be a, the most deplorable human I've heard of this week. Um, George Will says that uh, colleges and universities are being educated by Washington or finding the experience excruciating. They're learning that when they say campus vic- victimizations are ubiquitous and that... And that when they make victimhood a coveted status that confers privileges, victims proliferate. So what he's saying is that (laughs) there are more victims of sexual violence because the uh, status of being a victim of sexual violence is somehow... A privileged status, Cecil. That's it's true because I, I remember
5: every time you get sexually assaulted, they give you like a tough mutter headband. <laughs> and they're like you wear it like a badge of honor. Like you just like you wear that. It's like, you know, like Mutter Mondays, they wear those to work. You know what I mean? Like you it's like sexual assault Fridays. You just wear like your armband oh just God. so other people know that I guess you've been sexually assaulted. I don't know. What a dumb thing to say, right? Fucking what a really dumb thing. thing. Because he's essentially what he's saying is is that Oh well, sexual assault isn't as bad as you think it is. You know, it's it's one of those it's one of those preposterous fucking arguments where people want to manipulate the statistics to say that, you know, sexual assault isn't as bad as you think it is. Well, you know, here's the thing. What fucking possible purpose can you glean from this except
4: for you're trying to make some sort of political fucking hay over this? Yeah, right. That's it. It, it I mean and this is I mean is there any other way than uh, I mean is there any other uh, more clear cut of making the victim small like making this like what he's just brushing it off like this is a crime that's uh, it's not an important crime this is a, the victims of sexual assault we're spending too much time paying attention to this shit the think, victims of sexual assault get superpowers after they're done right <laughs> so like they can shoot fucking lasers out of their vaginas
5: exactly. as a result yeah. like <laughs> Yeah, right, like we're here,
4: we are talking about all this stuff, and they get all the benefits. Damn it! Right? Yeah, man. If only I could be violated against my will, then I too <laughs> I would, would have a that coveted somehow. status of, you know, yeah. crying in the shower. Like that's like, yeah. I, like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? You awful fucking human. Like, would I mean? You just have to ask the guy. Like, well, would you want your fucking wife or daughter to be raped? Like, would you want to be raped? Yeah. Like, can, I, can, I, can I fucking break into your home and rape you? Because if the answer yeah. is yes, then then I don't know. May, I, their answer is not yes. So it yeah. doesn't even matter. It's, <laughs> it's just a crazy fucking never lunatic yes. thing to say.
5: Yeah, the answer is never yes. You know, one of the things I was thinking about, too, we were talking a while back about the, you know, because there's this, there's this other thing that goes into the, the victimhood because they talk about um, how, you know, rape. You know, you talk all this time about rape. Well, women can prevent rape. They can prevent it. You know, they can, you know, they they wear all these sexy clothes all the time. And, you know, that's the thing that, you know, if they were just, if they just paid more attention, essentially, like you wouldn't like leave your keys in your car outside, you know, you wouldn't leave the keys in your car, you know, and then you're, you're an idiot if you do that or whatever, etc. And Clearly, there's 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 something to be said about women trying to maintain safe, right? I mean, clearly there's something to be said there, but a lot of rapes actually happen by people you know, right? So like, there's a majority, or I, I think it's a majority. If if not, it's a close to majority of people like they get raped. They know the person who's raping them. They know that person. So that would be like me saying like, I got this brand new bike, and yeah, maybe I wouldn't want to leave it outside unlocked. But that would be like me taking the bike over to your house, Tom, and you stealing it from me.
4: Stealing your bike. Be like, what the
5: fuck? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't expect. That I fucking didn't expect it. Like, wait, and then suddenly you're just like, oh well, fucking yeah, but you know, you it should was have, a nice bike. <laughs> it was a really nice bike. You shouldn't have brought that bike over to Taz. They're like me leaving the keys in in my ignition when I go over to like my in laws' house and one and their fucking one of their kids goes out and steals my car. I'd be like, what the fuck, man? You you fucking stole my car. We're supposed to be free. You know what I mean? Like, damn, <laughs> right? it doesn't even make any sense. Like most of the rapes happen from people you know, but. All these people want to say, well, yeah, she was dressed like a slut and she was asking for it. It's like, man, nobody's asking for somebody to take. I'm not asking for every time I go to your house for somebody to steal my fucking wallet. You know what I mean? I'm stealing your shit next
4: time you come to my house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> just fucking take it all I'm just gonna steal your yeah, shit. I'm, steal one up, I'm getting to held up at gunpoint
5: I'll get held up at gunpoint at your house <laughs> <laughs> And then and then afterwards people can ridicule And be like what the fuck yeah, You right? went over to his house with a wallet and a car and did How fucking dare it's you fucking What did you
4: think was gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> Well we've been friends have... for
5: 16 fucking years I didn't think it would kill me You know well, that's the uh. thing, too,
4: right? Like, It's like, well, women can prevent rape. Well, like, you know, men can prevent rape much easier, <laughs> right? Exactly. and I, And like, I, know, I know we're going to get the emails that, like, rape is not only men on women. I understand that. But the majority of it is, so that's the conversation we're having, so please don't send that email. But, like, men can prevent rape much easier because, like, like for me, like, it's really easy for me just to not rape people. You know what I start off by doing? He's not fucking raping anybody. (laughs) Then in the middle, I make sure not to fucking rape anybody. Yeah. yeah. Then at the end, I don't (laughs) rape people. It's the same thing. It's like if I if I walked past a car and it like the car had keys in the ignition, I wouldn't be like, Oh, I do have to steal hold on a minute. Exactly. Right? Exactly.
5: Gotta steal this car
4: because there's keys in it. Like that's not how my mind works. I just I walk past the car with keys in it, I'm like, it's not my fucking car. In fact, if I walk past a car with keys in it, I might look around to tell the owner, hey, fucker, you left your keys in the car. Someone (laughs) might steal your fucking car. Exactly. (laughs) Because you try to do the right thing because you're not a degenerate. You want answers? I think I'm entitled you. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't
3: handle the truth!
4: So this last story comes from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Rick Wiles fears America is transforming into a godless pagan cesspool of Freemason fascism. Adjective, 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 adjective. It's
5: so awesome. <laughs> I love this guy. Let's listen to him. It's only a minute long, and this is from uh, Rick Wiles, Wiles America, or whatever it is. I don't, know. I don't even know. Whatever his shit show is.
3: The takedown of the Constitutional Republic of the United States of America is in full motion in 2014. This is it. The Illuminati Freemasons are determined. <laughs> Wait,
4: hold us. I can't. I'm sorry. Did, did he say Illuminati? He said it out Freeman, loud, man. <laughs> like, this guy believes National Treasure is a documentary. <laughs> Wait, who approved this? Was it the Grand Poobah? Did he
3: approve this?
4: <laughs> Was he sitting in the right throne? he <laughs> 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 on, it's, a, the, it's the Illuminati and the Royal Order of Water Buffalo. They're going to get us all. <laughs>
3: They're get us. You got Somebody bring oh. me ribs that tip over my car.
4: Flintstones.
3: <laughs> Meet the <laughs> All right, let's finish this up. To dismantle the original Republican form of government in order to finalize the transformation of this country. Into a godless, pagan cesspool of Freemason fascism. <laughs> Wait, hold no. It's
5: a cesspool of Freemason fascism. What does that mean? What does any of that mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of that quote you said earlier. All, right. All of those things are English. But I can't, for the life of me, put all those
4: things together in a meaningful sentence, I fucking love that shit. It's like, I know every word you used, yet
3: I have no idea what you're saying (laughs) right now. All right, hold on, there's more. Look at the insanity of what Obama is doing with the invasion of illegals into Texas and Arizona. Officials say that at least 1,000 illegal immigrants are crossing into Texas from Mexico every day. Sheriff departments in border counties are being overwhelmed by the invasion. The invasion is being encouraged and aided by the Obamanista communist regime in the White House. Obamanista. sounds Obama-nista. like a really neat little coat you could wear. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, you got a, you got a little
4: to Oh, you're Obama-nista. wearing the Obamanista. Is
5: that the, yeah.
4: is that the fall version? Is it the fall Obamaista?
5: Yeah. Or maybe an Obamanista is like an official aficionado of Obamas. Like, he's would, like an yeah. Obamaista. He knows everything there is to know about the Obamas.
4: It actually sounds to me like a fruity tropical drink. Like, yeah. I'll have one Abominista. Um, <laughs> yeah, I you can put the Abamanista. sugar around the rim. What the fuck? We're out, right, right. guy? Yep. It's all, all good.
5: Here. Yeah. I, what? Okay, so he has now switched straight to immigration. Are all of the immigrants Freemasons? <laughs> That's what they don't... <laughs> I don't understand. Like, do they all, like... Is that where they stay? They go to the Freemason Illuminati Lodge? And the they... illegal,
4: illegal yeah. alien Freemason Illuminati Lodge. Um, <laughs> but there are a bunch of pagans oh, at
5: that? the...
3: What the fuck? All right, there's still 10 more seconds left. They are coming at the American people from every direction. Homosexual rights... Gun confiscation, illegal immigrant amnesty, and so on.
2: <laughs> what
3: are you say? saying? In ten seconds in ten seconds,
5: homosexual sodomy or whatever, gun confiscation, and illegal immigrants—all in the same sentence. I hope all three of those things are all together. Actually, I think it's like I hope it's like a homosexual illegal immigrant that wants to take your guns away. <laughs> 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 That's what. I- <laughs> hola i'm here for your guns
4: (laughs) i'm wearing my hot pants (laughs) man i love too that this guy is described as an end times broadcaster oh man that's fucking you know you gotta wonder like when you take that job are you worried about the 401k you know, he's just like, eh, I'm not really going to plan for my retirement. <laughs> I am an end times broadcaster. <laughs> so this guy, though, more than anything, sounds like
5: a Mad Lib. Like you just basically took all of his you just take all the talking points and just stuff it in. And then he just he just recites something.
4: Yeah, it's just fucking madness.
5: And speaking of Mad Libs, we got one right now. So let's play a game, Tom. OK, let's do it. All right. So I need a part of the body. Taint. I think you've done that one before, I may have, but it's a good. The, it's a good. You one. You got another one? Kidney stone. Kidney. I don't know. Is that a part of your body? A proper noun. Hoover Dam. I don't know that that's gonna work because I think it's a person. <laughs> do you want me to come up with a person? No, no, it's okay. Nationality. It'll be funny if it's a fucking Hoover Dam. Okay, because if it's person, I want to. I
4: want to choose Hamburglar
5: if it's a person. Ham- okay, well now we'll we'll do something else. What's okay. the nationality?
4: Pacific Islander.
5: <laughs> Part of the body. Frenulum.
4: (laughs) Uh, I need three plural animals Uh, platypuses, wombats, and juggalos. How
3: the fuck
4: does the magnetism work? (laughs) Uh, Two nouns Uh, turkey baster and pajamas. It's gonna be a party tonight. (laughs) Actually, isn't
5: that how your son was born?
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Maybe not born, but conceived. <laughs> uh, two two uh, verbs, past tense: uh, rammed and fisted.
3: <laughs> I think those are the same
5: one. <laughs> uh, parts of a body: esophagus. Uh, two verbs: chase and drink, and two liquids: turtle wax. I didn't even know that's a fucking... That's turtle wax is a solid. They sell it in a liquid. Uh, I never understood why people wax their
2: turtles.
5: (laughs) This doesn't make any sense to me. It's for
4: shuffleboard. That's why. Is that what it's for? Yeah. Yeah. It's for that that, that, uh, Canadian ice game, that chuffing or whatever they call it, curling. Like where they got the grooms, they used to yeah, use right, right. turtles.
5: You yeah. gotta wax the show. That okay? Here well, we, we go.
4: Practice in the summer.
5: Eating taint and kidney stone forbidden. <laughs> Someone's no fun. The Lord, the Lord said to Hoover Dam, say to the Pacific Islanders, do not eat any of the frenulum of the platypuses, wombats, or jugglos. <laughs> <laughs> the turkey baster of a pajamas found dead. Or the rammed by or rammed by wild animals may be used for other purposes, but you must not eat it. Anyone who fisted the esophagus of an animal from which a food offering may be presented to the Lord, but must be cut off from their people. And whenever you, ch- when and wherever you chase. You must not drink the turtle wax of any bird or animal, and anyone who eats Windex must be cut off from their people. I love that someone fisted someone's esophagus. That's the best thing
4: ever. So this week, um, we actually got a uh, something in the mail uh, from one of our listeners. Uh, John was very kind. He sent... Uh, not only a, a, a donation, which was generous and we'd very much appreciate, um, but he also sent some really cool artwork. He sent a couple of uh, really great-looking photos that were uh, very artfully framed. They're, they're quite nice. Um, I plan to hang uh, at least one of them here in the uh, Glory Hole studio. I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to do that through the uh, acoustic soundproofing shenanigans, but we'll figure it out uh, because it's here and it's very cool. And I wanted to say thank you. It was a, a nice treat to come home to and to open that box up, I appreciate it very much, thank you so we want to thank our patrons, our other patrons
5: uh we want to thank first off everybody who's a patron of the show. We really appreciate all that you've uh, all that you've donated it's It's really gone a long way to making like Tom said the studio there um, we're looking to actually get a brand new mic very soon, and we're very happy that you've gone out of your way to donate to the show um it, we want to make mention to anybody who um if we if we missed you with a reward. Definitely contact us and let us know. We're trying to send out emails to people who we think should have one of the rewards at a certain point, but if, uh, if you think that you should have something and you haven't gotten it, please send us a message and let us know. We want to thank this week our newest patrons, Sean, Camel Pope, that's a great that's name, awesome. I love that, Rachel, Kim, Duncan, Sonia, Timo, Aiden, Jason, Wingy and Amanda, thank you all very much. We really appreciate all your donations, uh, and and we th- we want to thank, like we said, everybody who's donated to the show. We got two emails this week that were great. Both of them have to do with stamps, and both of them have to do with gay stamps. It turns out <laughs> it's just awesome.
4: It's just yeah, awesome. Yeah, the, fir-
5: the first one was from uh, from Shane, and Shane says he's a postal worker. In a small conservative area, and when he sells single stamps at the window, he always picks the stamps that he knows are divisive to conservatives. He gives out lots of milk stamps as well as black heritage and go green stamps. I love it, always, it. He says, and this is a quote from him, it always brings me joy to think of the reactions of the recipient when their conservative friends send them envelopes with pro-gay stamps. <laughs> 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 that is awesome. And then we got a we got a message from Petri Tom with stamps I was incredulous it actually existed.
4: Yeah, uh there this is awesome. In Finland Uh, They have gay stamps, and they are so gay. They're the gayest stamps. I'm going to put a picture of this on this week's episode, episode
5: 151. So if you want to see this, you have to go to the website, dissonancepot.com, and you'll get a chance to see some pretty gay stamps. It's pretty hilarious. These stamps would not fly in the States. Oh, goodness, no. The first one with the ass? I don't think the ass would be a good thing. We got an email from uh, from Jason who wants me to do an English accent. This is English. I am speaking English.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> but Jason says uh, that on uh, on their version of Craigslist over there, he said he found some pictures of a glory hole. And actually, to be honest, it's a glory hole. Bri- There's a bridge with a glory hole. It's like this really awesome print that he sent us uh, from Gumtree in the United Kingdom, I guess that might be their version of Craigslist is what he was saying. It's the coolest print, it's but cool it's like it's very f- cool it's yeah. like fifty pounds that's goodness gracious, that's like more money than I've ever seen I think yeah, so, I mean
4: like what's the exchange rate? It's like like a billion to one or something like that i may I may be a little off it's I like mean one America to one pound. <laughs> <laughs> But it is so. Very we nice.
5: need Thanks a whole fifty it. Americas. No, yeah, that's really cool. You Thank go. you. I, you know, it's funny that you get a chance to see how many different names Glory Hole has, right? Like how many different places Glory Hole shows up. Um, I don't know. I think it's awesome. We got a message from uh, from Andrew, and we got a message from a lot of other people. Um, Andrew was saying we, we were talking uh, last week about being a little self-deprecating, and he sends us a message to essentially we shouldn't be so self-deprecating. But there's one thing that he says he's basically saying Pete, uh, the people at PETA are twats, um, and he says that you know they're essentially using scare tactics to try to scare scientists from doing research. When Tom and I said that we we agree with some of their positions, what we mean to say is that there's there's some things that they say could be conversation starters that might change someone's mind like you know eating lots of meat in the way in which we consume meat today in a in a farming situation that is you know the factory farming situations that are that exist might not be the best thing that's a conversation worth having but when they start talking about whether or not fucking you should eat honey because that's slavery, I fucking that's dumb. That's a dumb thing to say, <laughs> and I don't have any tolerance for that.
4: Yeah. So I, I and I think I think I'm in the same boat. So Peta, the the thing I'm frustrated with about Peta is that they have some stances that I think are worthy of at least having a, like you said, like a good conversation about. Like, let's let's have a conversation individually and then, you know, nationally to talk about what kind of culture we want to have, and what kind of world we want to live in, and how does our treatment of animals, um, you know, fit with that worldview that we want to create and in the, in the world that we want to perpetuate for our children and, and, and so on. And how does that, you know, how does our stewardship of the earth play into the way that we treat animals? There's a good conversations to have. The problem is that PETA has every conversation with the volume turned to eleven, and the position that they take is so fucking outlandishly caricaturized that yeah. they're they're impossible to take seriously. When they tell me that my dog is a slave animal because it exists at my you know fucking whim and discretion, they're like I've fucking I've, I've I can't even hear you anymore. Like, at that point, I just want to go buy, like, I want to fucking start a puppy mill. At that yeah. point, like I, I, like I become reactionary and annoyed, right?
1: You know?
5: Right,
4: and and there there's other stuff. There's
5: way other stuff. They're 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 linked to terrorist groups. There's uh you know certain funding money that that went back and forth there. There's there's lots of other stuff that's shady. We're we're clearly not PETA supporters, but we do think that there are some things that PETA, PETA suggests. Just like I mean, just like if you know, with anybody, who's a, the craziest person in the world can say something that you know might be worth exploring. So that's where we were coming from with that
4: i remember cecil in college i had this conversation uh, with some dude from PETA at one of those booths and he was trying to his thing was like are you a racist and he's like he really meant speciesist but you know and it was like about how like oops, <laughs> fucking. Didn't think whatever. that went through yeah so we, we we went that route for a moment but then um you know at one point i remember asking him like so wait a minute i'm like if if your fucking house was on fire And you ran into your house and the fucking roof was about to collapse. And you had the time to grab either a human or a rat. Like there's a rat in a cage and then there's a fucking toddler. And you've got time to grab one of the two things before the roof collapses and everything and it dies. Are you honestly telling me that for even a moment you're morally conflicted about which of the two animals to grab out of that burning building? Because he's trying to draw say that there's no distinction and he looked me right in the eyes and he's like i hope i would be morally conflicted i'm just like this conversation's over yeah well, the only way you're morally conflicted is if the baby's heavily insured
5: (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's such a crazy like their arguments are so fucking ridiculously cartoonish tom uh we got a message from someone who has a facebook page
4: that's very very useful Yeah, I like this Facebook page a lot. Um, It's it's, uh, LDL Memes. So if you look up LDL Memes uh, We'll actually link to it on this show. Yeah, it's cool. It stands for Lies, Damned Lies, and Memes. Um, And the intention of it is to um, take those stupid fucking memes that are all around, like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. All those fucking, you know, Twin Towers and fucking toxicity memes and all that stupid nonsense. And then he breaks them down. Like, here's the claim. Here's the facts. Here's... You know whether or not they're accurate or inaccurate, um, and it's 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 really very cool. Like he, he does his research, he does a cool job putting this thing together. Um, I liked it very much. I thought it was very cool. So thanks for sending it to us. Another picture that we're going to put
5: on this week <laughs> is the proof of God picture. I'm not going to describe it. It made me laugh, and especially it made me laugh because of the image on the third book. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, so you should check it out. Proof of God image on this week's episode, episode 157, dissonancepod.com. It's very funny. Finally, Tom, we did do a Mad Leviticus this week, but a bunch of people have been talking about cards against humanity, and Alex said... If you took some of the cards against humanity and mixed it with Leviticus, you would get something very, very funny. Tom, why don't you read what he did for
4: Leviticus 3, 1, and 2? If your offering is a grammar Nazi, who are also regular Nazis offering, (laughs) and you offer an animal from the herd, whether male or female, you are firing a rifle while balls deep in a squealing hog before the Lord, an animal without defect. You are getting naked while watching Nickelodeon on the head of your offering and slaughtered at the Kanye West to the tent of meeting. (laughs) Then Aaron's (laughs) sons, the priests, shall when you fart and a little bit comes out against the sides of the jar. (laughs) That's great. These cards are horrible. They sound great. Oh, I know. The worst one there is Kanye West. Uh, For sure. I love it. I love all the really distasteful things, and then they have to take it a step too far with Kanye. I know. Well, that wraps it up for
5: this week. We're hopefully going to be recording on Monday with uh, David Viviano, Gamma Atheist, uh, to talk about his show, Atheist Hangouts, um, and all the amazing guests he's had on there. If you haven't checked out David's show, it's a it's a YouTube show. He's had some great people on. You know, he's had on Lawrence uh, Lawrence Krauss. He's had on, uh, he's had on no illusions, and he's had on, I think, his greatest guest, which is Tom and I. So, if you should check out his show, um, hopefully, we'll have David on this week. This will be a bonus show that'll be appearing midweek this week coming up. Um, but we want to thank everybody for their patience with Tom having to spawn another goddamn human. Uh, so, <laughs> was,
4: to be fair, I didn't. Just like the show, I know you
5: did. I nothing. did none of the work. You did yep. nothing. You did right. nothing. And in the spirit of that, we will leave you, as always, with the Skeptic's Creed.
4: Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno-Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo-quasi-alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain-dead pan, sales pitch, late-night info